I didn't know we were like universally agreed upon that we were too old for it, but you two are like very adamant. Yes, too I've, old. I've known for a while. Okay. Doing something competitive against and actually yep. trying to like go hard, that's a recipe for fucking disaster. <laughs> Welcome to Our Film Fathers Podcast, the definitive podcast about fatherhood, film, and fatherhood and film. This is Jelani, and with me as always are Enoch and a geek, Martin and Brady. You never do a spook show. No good comes out of a spook show. You gotta know how to read the mark, how they move, talk, dress. People are desperate to tell you who they are, desperate to be seen. This week, we continued our Oscar fever and dove into a highly anticipated film that was expected to be nominated for Best Picture. And was Nightmare Alley, directed by Guillermo del Toro. We're on we're on a little streak here of uh, two in a row Oscar nominated movies. There is no no more important designation than the, an Academy <laughs> Award nomination. It has been stated. Um, I, I'm hoping you d- didn't hate this movie as well, Brady. You want to know? Or yeah, I was, I'm asking genuinely. I didn't hate it. You didn't hate it. All right, that's that's good. No, Jelani, I enjoyed it. Yeah, we, me and you were more excited to see it. Yes, than uh, we uh, yeah. kind of we kind of we kind of forced it upon Brady. I would say the starting, yeah, the genesis of that idea yeah. is that I was, I saw that trailer, and it did literally nothing for me. <laughs> nothing, even with even with Kate Blanchett, who and, you know I like, I know you like. Yeah. I it just I really I didn't think the trailer. I was like, is this like a a different version of the Prestige? I was like, yeah. I didn't know like. Yeah, had that yeah. old timey right. magician y feel to it. I um I didn't watch the trailer, as you know. I, I tried try to avoid it, but I knew I liked Guillermo del Toro's style. I'm still not sure if I do or not. Yeah. I don't and, know. And, and I would say that this is less Guillermo del Toro than I, I, which is typically. Why, yeah, I, I, I like that even a little more. bit too. Yeah, I was like, it's a remake. I, I think old, it's a reimagining movie. to a degree. Is that a no, difference? A, what do you mean? I don't know that it's exactly this. It's not a, a, it's well, not a straight, I, straight up remake. I wanted to come into this watching the old one, as you guys know I, li- I like to do. I wasn't going to read the book. Well, I was like, if you didn't read the book, then we're not even, you're not even being <laughs> right. serious about this. <laughs> but I wanted to watch the old one, and I, w- I had to watch uh, a, a different movie that was on. Had and to. it was on, yeah, it was for, for a work thing, whatever. Criterion Channel. Are you doing so. another podcast? <laughs> <laughs> He's stepping out on us. Am I moonlighting stepping out? <laughs> stepping out on you guys? Nope, not for that. Uh, just a discussion. But anyway, it, I... I signed up for a Criterion channel, which is, was supposed to have... That's what all the critics do. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> old school uh, Nightmare Alley on it. But Wait, is stopped. that why you signed up? It, it was for that and another and another oh. movie that I wanted to watch. So I'm like, I'll do the 14-day tre- free trial right. and, uh, and watch two movies, and I wanted to watch it. But uh, I, was a, I was a day too late because it, oh, wow. it went away January 31st. So I'm like, come on, how are you guys going to do wow. that? It's the only reason probably a lot of people wanted to, wanted to sign up for it. And then they, I know, you know I you tried. know how licensing I goes. tried. It was like, <laughs> but anyway. I heard some old movies on this shit. I want to watch it. Point being, I'm pretty sure it's it's a it's a re- remake. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, with that much time, I mean, I think it's from 1947. So yeah. you know, it's not going to be you know shot for shot remake or anything like that. Um, well, because when I saw that it was a remake, I went and HBO Max has a lot of TCM Turner Classic movies yeah. on there. So I started scrolling through there. So yeah. maybe maybe yeah. that one popped up on there, but no luck there either. But um, I will say that going into it, I anticipated it to be a lot weirder, mm-hmm. especially since you watched yeah. the first and you're like, this is so weird. Yeah. yeah. You, you, would you watch the first? I feel like when you text us about it. Was, it I was only like 15 minutes in. Right. It was definitely short because then 
you were like, I don't think we should do it. And then like the next night, I hadn't gone anywhere further in the train of thought, and you're like, yeah, we're good to do this. And I was like, wait, what? Like, what, <laughs> what, just what changed? What changed? <laughs> yeah, but you know, so I guess my introduction to Guillermo's work was uh, Hellboy, mm-hmm. and then which um, I love, right? It's it's good, but it's also very visually stunning, mm-hmm. right? Like bright colors mm-hmm. set against like a muted background or a matte background, and then Pan's Labyrinth is also just a very like out there film kind of deal. And then when I got to this, I was like, all right. Like, there's some elements of the supernatural and things like that, but honestly, I felt this was more just like a con man movie. Yeah. And and that's and that's what I initially, I, I wasn't, again, I didn't know what to expect out of it. So I thought there was going to be an actual supernatural element to it, and I thought it was going to be weird, and I didn't, I didn't think we were going to get Brady at all. But then once I finished it, I'm like, all right, I think he'll... He'll be more okay with it. <laughs> so the and and yeah, but I do think it was. I think it was pretty visually stunning to to, to, to use use your you? term. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was dark and pretty pretty a good looking film. Yeah. Um, and like for that, but but again, I like the whole film noir. Film thing, noir. Which, it yes. feels up that alley, but I just yeah. don't know that I. Yeah, I personally don't think it it felt like the Guillermo. The Guillermo, <laughs> you got it, you got it. That was good. Del Toro uh, <laughs> vibe that I I was kind of expecting it more than it was, yeah. and it feel it felt like more of just a movie. And I wonder if, based off some of the things I read, if that's not the case. It wasn't as much of a maybe because he didn't write it, yeah. and he couldn't write. It, it was like it, but so I found the note that I why I said that is. It said it's not a remake of the 1947 movie. It's just a readaptation of the novel of the book, that that yeah. movie was based on. Yeah. So, hence the name. It's just two two different people's versions, visions of that of that novel. Yeah. So, again, I don't know if that counts as a remake or if you mean. Well, let's just say it's not a shot for shot remake. Sure. Yeah. I but, I just um, I think that Kate Blanchett plays like the perfect femme fatale. Blonde, you know, damsel yeah. in distress. That's total. That's definitely the film noir aspect. There, you. She fits that to a T. Fits team. it perfectly, <laughs> yeah. and I. So I, I appreciate that. That that I. I imagine Guillermo del Toro also probably likes the old movie and is you know up on his film history and and probably loves loves the genre and just wanted to do this and just felt like he could he could do a good job with it. Which again, I think he did. Well, and I think Bradley Cooper plays you know the. Normally, it's a private, you know, private detective, private investigator, yeah, private investigator, um, thing. But he plays that role, I think, really well too. So I think the two, those two, as the as the leads, is makes it really uh, a really successful movie. So the part that I, the note that I read, which is what I alluded to, that I wondered if this is more, it's almost a more of a passion project. Is that sounds right? Del Toro said that he got he was interested in like this whole subject matter. Because his dad was kidnapped years ago, 1998, in Mexico and held for ransom. And someone that they knew was like, be wary of like psychics. And they said within like a day, his whole family was getting bombarded with people that were like, we can talk to your dad and all this stuff. And his mom was like falling into it because mm-hmm. – and he was like – he had been warned. And so he kind of was able to keep a level head. So like – it's it's interesting. You you read that and you watch this movie and then you read that afterwards. It's like you can totally get where this this hits a lot of notes in his actual life, which is kind of crazy. Got <laughs> anyone have to deal with? It. But I've heard that before too. It's like if people die or if there's mysterious 
cases like the, the psychics come out of the woodwork and it's like this is their heyday is QAnon the new psychic <laughs> scam <laughs> security clearance in a government they're, organization they're the gazpacho <laughs> <laughs> I love that that was my favorite thing today that was so, so good <laughs> um, but but yeah yeah I mean the, the psychic thing I, th- I thought that was an interesting part of it as well like I, I had never really seen them explain you know the whole like how how they use words to triggers to, yeah, yeah as, as triggers which I thought and, yep I thought that was an I interesting I thought the hole in the floor part. was interesting too like for Xena they have the transparent floor so yeah. obviously no one knows that right and she can you know it's like things you don't see it's yeah like, it, there's a reason this stuff all works the, the stuff behind the curtain I thought was a, the look behind the curtain was an interesting part part yeah. of this movie and yeah I mean I think Again, not to go back to I said already Bradley Cooper and Kate Blanchett, but I think the entire cast was just a lot of a lot of my well, it's favorite a, actors. It's a massively impressive cast yeah. in terms of. I think I had a note. Uh, this was a little bit of a guessing for you guys, and there were six Oscar nominees in this movie. Are like before this movie? Before you mean? yeah, before let's just say when they made the movie, there were six yeah. Oscar yeah, nominees. Yeah, I got you. Just for clarity's sake. Do you know who they are? I th- I think I got the f- first f- three. Oh well, that's it. So you give your three. I, I'm well, there's six. I know it's Bradley Cooper. I can even say I think it's Silver Linings Playbook. Kate Blanchett and Tony Collette are are definitely three that I think are, okay. are in there. Right. Willem Dafoe from uh, I think Dafoe Platoon maybe or something. Maybe, maybe a couple other Platoon. things. Or uh, Deer Hunter was he in that? No, it's walking. No, that's walking. Uh, is Richard <laughs> uh, Jenkins? Walken. Yep. And then his, his How'd you, what do you think of that Richard Jenkins look? Very different for uh, yeah, yeah. It just it's weird. It's like you feel like you've seen him in an ungodly amount of things, and yeah. yet somehow they made him look completely different. He was in Shape of Water too with uh, with Guillermo. Guillermo. And then I'm gonna get his name wrong, but David uh, Straight Iron, Straight Iron, And I I love him. Yeah. yeah so be, what's interesting? It's actually seven because I realized as you said it that. Uh, I'm questioning the entire list because uh, Blanchett wasn't listed, but obviously she is. Is she a nominee? Yes. For yeah. what? Well, I mean, I believe you if she if she was, but maybe maybe I was wrong about that. I don't know. She's been a, a, she's a couple times, and then maybe Rooney Mara. I don't know. Yes. So Rooney Mara is the the one that you probably from Social Network or um, what did she get nominated for? I think it was the the drug movie. Am I with Channing Tatum? Maybe. Oh my God, help me. <laughs> oh, uh, right. side effects. Maybe. Is that? Yeah, I think it's side effects. I haven't seen that one. Um, not up on she, my Tatum. Blanchett was for uh, Elizabeth. Oh, okay. And I'm <laughs> right. I'm not there. Does that sound right? Supporting actress for a movie called I'm Not There, which I definitely I wasn't I either. <laughs> we were not we're not there for it. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, again, uh, yeah, an impressive amount of and that's nomination. Not even everybody. You said like Tim Blake Nelson. Like you have a lot of. There are other people. Uh, shoot, what's the dude's name? I like. I always think of him from a random movie called uh, One Eight Seven. He was. Uh, the guy that would like play on the guitar early. Uh, what's his name? Clifton Collins. Clifton Collins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ron Perlman's in this one again. We saw him in uh, Don't Look Up recently. Yep. He's a strong man in this. Perlman <laughs> with Blanchett. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Both. Uh, yeah, both of them were in Don't Look. They, you, you they know, had good years. You know, and Leo was supposed to be the lead in this. They couldn't. They oh. couldn't come to terms, and he eventually. Uh, opted out and that was the door open for uh, I could definitely see him working in this yes. but I think Cooper I think Cooper does the right choice. does a better job for the Academy Awards for Rooney Mara best 
actress nominee for Girl with Dragon Tattoo. It was that. Okay, wow. Best supporting for Carol with Kate Blanchett. And is the, wait, is that also with um, Blake I, Lively? I didn't see it, but now I want to. Is is Rooney the greater of the Maras? She's got yeah. more awards. More acting chops, probably. Yeah. Um, and I liked her it in this. Depends on what how you're describing it. I <laughs> I prefer <laughs> you prefer Kate. Kate, Kate. Kate. Is there two? Is there a third? She's Rooney's got the cooler name from Jaded a sports backstory. from from a backstory <laughs> sports side. Of oh, things. I didn't know. Do you don't okay. know? No. So Rooney Mara's grandparent fathers or great grandfathers? I think grandfathers. Grandfathers are the Rooney family that own the Steelers, who own the Pittsburgh Steelers. These are NFL owners, Martin. Just in case you want to make sure. You're <laughs> and the Mara family who own the New York Giants. Whoa. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. So she is named Rooney Mara. Pretty, which is pretty and crazy. Yeah. To bring the lineage down. To, yeah. Let's just say she was probably going to struggle to make it in this world before. Uh... <laughs> yeah, one side's got $1.4 billion. The other side's got, you know, yeah. 2.8. But she found, uh, but she's done well. I mean, she is. She has some, she's got some talent. She's, she's good. Yeah. She's done a lot of, a lot of good work. And, um, but yeah, I got a lot of, a lot of, um, like the prestige and yep. like those vibes. But then Love also, the prestige, by yeah, the way, right? Yeah. Very good. But also like a little um, LA Confidential too, like kind of noir aspect. Yeah, bringing them both together. I, like I said, I enjoyed it. I didn't think it was as I was going in anticipating it was going to be weird, strange, out there Guillermo del Toro style. Yeah. When I got into it, I was like, oh, this is just it's a good con man movie. Yep. Like the whole arc of the con man and everything that goes along with it. I'm like. Yeah, that's how you, that's how it should end up, and that's how it should happen. And so I was going to say, I thought the ending was great. Like I thought it was going to end on some ambiguous, weird note that I was that was going to like piss I agree me with, off. I agree wholeheartedly, with and that. it didn't. And I'm like, great. I'm like, this has an ending, and it has one that ties things back, which doesn't always it doesn't always happen with like these kind of weirder movies. So I thought, I, yeah, I thought you'd appreciate it. That was too. it? I f- felt like it tugged on the right thread mm-hmm. to tie it back together, mm-hmm. and I f- was very pleasantly surprised and I recognized it in the moment and was just I thought it did it right. Yeah. So that the, probably the helped me. Show. I had to look up geek. Uh, and apparently it's in the dictionary for that. Yeah. Well it the the what the what triggered me and, and where I realized it was the it's only temporary. Yeah. And I was like, no <laughs> yes, that is exactly and it was like I felt like I beat Bradley Cooper to the punch on the realization of that moment, but watching him there, uh, I was like, you know, it was coming for, and obviously he took it a little farther than I did on the couch, but it was, uh, <laughs> but it's good. I, 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 and I felt like that actually did help my overall enjoyment. I thought it was good. It didn't, it didn't, uh, I don't know what the right way to say it is. It wasn't, Maybe that's the noir aspect. Like it wasn't like mm-hmm. overly stimulating at times. I, yep. yeah, I was just kind of like watching, but I felt like it was engrossing enough that I never fully lost interest. Mm-hmm. I wasn't, you know, we talk about this a lot, and I feel like it's it, it's relative to the day, that we, the world that we live in. Like I wasn't checking my phone during it. You know, I did break it up into two, but that had a lot more to do with me being exhausted than it did with uh, the movie itself. The movie didn't put, make me tired. Yeah, yeah. I just exist as tired. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I, I, uh, I think there was yeah enough twists and turns, and like like you said, once once you knew what move, what story was being told, because right. I wasn't sure you weren't sure for the first I think fifteen twenty minutes or so, and then once you were kind of you kind of knew where they were going with it, then then I think it it, it really 
held its own and 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 took the story to a great great conclusion so yeah i I enjoyed it like i said i liked how they were able to kind of transform bradley cooper's character from being like on the level like trying to you know work an angle make sure everybody gets you know succeeds right making sure like when he comes in he builds the chair for her and Mm -hmm. like makes the the show bigger right yeah and they're all like kind of building out the show and then you see him like start to go down the dark path and then when he gets they warned him of right And then when he gets to the where he's doing the show in the the dining hall mm-hmm. or whatever or whatever the mentalist show yeah right doing the mentalist show but the, the, at the Copa <laughs> the Copa Cabana <laughs> was what? that where it was yeah yeah oh yeah but yeah starting to build that and then starting to see like okay yeah you could just settle for this but you know that ambition started getting to him and mm-hmm. then as he starts getting more involved with Kate Blanchett you're just like oh here it comes here it comes and you're just watching it that was so, a gnarly scar right Kate Blanchett's yeah. On her on her chest there. Yeah. <laughs> on her whole torso. <laughs> but, uh it was that was crazy. There was a lot of that I didn't there was a lot of I didn't see that coming. Um I felt like which again, I think that made me appreciate the the movie and it does make you pay attention and and I I don't know, I feel like I did less whether knowingly or unknowingly trying to like guess what was mm-hmm. happened i feel like a lot yeah, of times you just kind of were long for the ride more. yeah yeah right? same and I, I don't know why i feel like we've talked about this kind of just on the side with shows and stuff like you're kind of it's ingrained after watching enough movies and shows that like you're almost like looking for the twist yeah and trying to like guess i just don't think i did that i totally agree around. yeah same i i was just kind of i i didn't know like you knew something was going to go bad sure with doing this the spook show <laughs> yeah but i did i had no idea it was going to go there and and it was kind of like almost almost simply it just went bad for all the reasons you could almost predict, but I wasn't trying to. Yeah. But I don't think I would have either. Like I don't think I would have predicted the way the the way things played yeah. out. And so I, I have no problem admitting that. But I, it was weird, and and it kind of was a realization right now here. Just just as we're talking, I, yeah, I, I, uncharacteristically, I don't think I was sitting there trying to like map out the movie. Whereas I do that sometimes un, unwittingly. Yeah, and. You're right. watching the fast movies. You're like, oh, I think this is going to go here. They're going to end up in space. I know it. I could never get those right. <laughs> <laughs> do you think that the setting had something to do with it? Because I know this was nominated for cinematography, right? Yep, that Probably, was one of them. Yeah, so, set set design for sure. Yeah, like, I think it. Like, that's what I said. I think it looked really. Good. It was uh, nominated for best picture, cinematography, and production design. Yeah, so yeah. I think like I think again that that pulls you into a world that you're not used to being in, and then you were like, oh. well. We look at this, and we look at that, and then, you know, like, the way that Kate Blanchett's office is set up, how she's got, like, the recorder and all mm-hmm. that stuff, all the art deco design and art things like design, that. Yeah. Um, well, to a, to a degree of that, I feel like in the beginning, it placates to the the circus mentality, right? Like, it's right. taking you through the concourse, and you're getting the step right up, yada, yada, yada. Like, you're, it's, you, you're, you're getting that, like, multi-distraction, like, not choose your own path. Like you were kind of going to follow the path one way or the other, but it it's all there. Like you got, even if you're not, it's stuff that's not happening. You have like a little guy who's going to get shot out of a cannon over here. It's like not really, you're not even paying attention to their dialogue, but you can't not notice it. You know? So like there's visually, there's a lot of things that are grabbing your attention and then you are supposed to, you know, the story's happening in the middle of that. So I think Willem Dafoe as the carnival barker too. is Sure. was good. And we, we just saw him in, in uh, Screen Goblin and, and Spider Man, but yeah, he's he's kind of always he's per, I think perfect in here too, like as this 
creepy carnival carnival barker <laughs> as everything creepy yeah the, the funny thing was when we saw him because like you said we had just seen spider-man he had also just hosted snl and then i was telling jen when we were watching i'm like i don't think i'm ever gonna look at him the same now that i know he's from appleton wisconsin like <laughs> you're just like that town couldn't hold him back <laughs> right like you wouldn't anticipate he's just you know small town midwestern guy and you're just like Classic. not that man i want to be an actor yeah you are <laughs> you need to get out of here I don't think do you got, something you don't have the face for it <laughs> i don't think i knew he was from there yeah no, nor they, did i the, his uh his his monologue they did a little sketch about him being from wisconsin and like he lost his accent and all that but it was just very interesting to like again see him and he kind of just embodies every single role really well that he does and you're just like yeah i could see you running a carnival and having you know half-born fetuses in your (laughs) in your keep an enoch (laughs) gotta have an enoch it's a good story i like that was a nice subtle uh subtle piece that you know obviously tied it in at the end Mm -hmm. and you realized that that Circus probably collapsed, yeah. and for in some way, shape, or and the radio of all, I actually yeah. thought there was going to be more made of the fact that that radio originated from Bradley Cooper, Cooper yeah. yeah. And for some reason, I just I feel like Tim Blake Nelson was like for for a one minute role, somehow absolutely perfectly cast. Oh, yeah. yeah, it just yeah. is like, oh no, you are definitely the carnival guy. Like <laughs> he's he, always welcome, right? Yeah, it's so funny. Um, Colin, we were I think we were talking about it off air um about uh we haven't seen the incredible hulk yet but i just i just got it i just finally bought it and he's in and he's, he's in, in it that. yeah i kind of totally forgot that he was because i'd seen it before but it's been years it's, um and we just it, finished it it's so funny you bring that up because that's it's funny because now that's what i do when i watch these movies i'm like okay so how many of these people are in the M- mcu yeah, they're all everyone's oh. in the mcu oh, yeah. <laughs> you have to try not to be how is bradley point. cooper not yet he is Wait, when what? Marvel? He's the voice of Rocket Raccoon. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking I totally about? Forgot. Even, even I, I can tell you that. I knew that. Yeah. So that means Vin Diesel is too. So that means Fast is uh, it's the, the same Fast universe. Is all the same universe. <laughs> He's the voice of Groot, right? Yeah. Who's not? The Rock? No, because The Rock is actually in the DC universe. In the season. Black Adam. Oh, that, which that is coming out, right? Yeah. It's coming out. Coming out. Shazam um, and all that. But that's also not. Uh, an eliminator yeah, that's not no it. i mean he could <laughs> he'll end up there eventually yeah ryan reynolds is like yeah what i got them all yeah is there any other universes you want me to be a part of <laughs> um but yeah blanchett's in it what's blanchett she is hella oh in... yeah, yeah, yeah oh yeah that or ragnarok good. yeah ragnarok's yeah. really good i love ragnarok <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so you just go through it and i'm like because i did the same thing with another you're right though like it's it is crazy that universe if you are trying to map it it's like it's got a pretty big piece of of Hollywood, right? But it allows you at least guys, on the male side. I think I think there's yeah. I mean, but there there are also a lot of female characters that are coming in and and getting their due as well. But then it allows those actors and actresses to make movies like this to go out and be like, yeah, I can make a payday here off yeah. of this Marvel film. And I don't then, think this was a slouch of a movie. This is like a no, pat- <laughs> and I bet you everybody was is clamoring to yeah. work with. Academy Award-winning director <laughs> yeah. Guillermo del Toro <laughs> on his next attempt. Even to though The Shape of Water, I I did not like. Did you guys ever end up getting anywhere in, into it? We tried. I asked Jen multiple times. She's yeah. like, Nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't try. I was well intentioned, and I, I restarted it uh, just to just to try to watch a little bit of it and see if like maybe I was I was off in my I mean, in my thinking. I but, heard it mm. from 
the the wide the overwhelming consensus is it's, ter- it's really not good. Yeah, and it's you just not for really. You know, it. if I'm saying right. it's not for you, <laughs> not for me. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'll do it. it. And then I was like, I'm strapped for time. I'm like, yeah, I'm de- I'm not going out of my way for this. So I'm I didn't even bother with it. Yeah, this is this is back to good form for me. So for, for Guillermo, give us what I, what give I like us a uh, since we're we're talking Oscar and this the shape of water. No no slouch of the uh, yeah. oh you know the Oscar world. You tell us, Martin, as the one who uh, has some insight. Why did it win? Oh, why did it win? I I don't even know. Like I that one it was a shocker to me. Um, like I I had seen it before, and I just I had you saw it before it won. Before it won, yeah. Like it wasn't like it was, sometimes there's all those movies where I'm like, oh well, now I have to watch. Was that. it just because it was Guillermo? You're like, oh yeah, I'll watch a Guillermo. Don't you yeah, mean? for sure. Like yeah. I'll, I'll I pretty much watch anything, like, anything he did. But I was just what? as I was watching, I'm just like. I don't. I don't see what the what the hype is about. When did it? When did it win? I want to see who it was up against. Two years now. ago, that was the one. I feel like because Michael Shannon's in that, and I want to say I feel yeah. like that was the year they said Michael Shannon was uh, sitting at Old Town Tap in Chicago at the bar <laughs> while he was like while uh, while they were like the movie that he was in was getting all this praise. I, I know that happened, and I think that's the movie. And we used to live in Old Town, so I uh, have an affinity for. And we actually saw Michael Shannon numerous times walking because he does a lot of plays in the city. Yeah. So, yeah, we'd be sitting out on a patio in Old Town and Michael Shannon would walk by. And that was in the time of, like, Boardwalk. He was in Boardwalk Empire. Mm-hmm. And we were always like, oh, my God, it's, like, so weird. Like, you know, we're not fanboying and fangirling out about it. It was just like, oh, cool. Like, there's a kind of a kind of a big deal. And he's a really good actor. He's obviously yeah. unique. Um <laughs> And uh, but another Willem Dafoe type. He's uh, feels like they'd get along well. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, or maybe they would kill each other. Yeah, that's possible know. too. Yeah. Maybe they could not coexist. But, but the other ones uh, that were nominated that year were Darkest Hour, which, which was that was Churchill, right? Yeah, Churchill. Churchill. But it was what's his name? Uh, actor. Oldman. Oldman. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, Dunkirk, which uh, I saw Christopher that. Nolan. I, I saw, saw that. that was good. I didn't. Fan- I thought it was good. I didn't think it was great. Yeah, not great. Phantom Thread. Paul Thomas Anderson. I liked it again. That's our, Daniel that's our Day boy Lewis. from Daniel Day Lewis. I didn't see that one. You're you're on it today with the actors. <laughs> yeah, keep them coming. Hot start. <laughs> three <laughs> three billboards. Uh, bill, oh, I like three billboards, billboards outside. outside. Yeah, Abbey, yeah. Missouri. I, I I did like that. Uh, that if that one had won, I probably would have been happier. But the I, one I wanted to win, I enjoyed. Three is next. Billboards. Get out. Jordan sure. Fields, yeah, but that was there was probably no chance I was going to win, right? And then the post, "Call Me by Your Name" and "Lady Bird." I never I saw Lady well. Bird. I wanted to. Everyone it was, loved it. Yeah, it was it was more a little more indie, a little more weird. What's her name? Uh, the Greta, Greta Gerwig. Gerwig. You know, it was good. But so I, I, I guess in that in that whole thing, maybe it just split votes enough, and that's why it won. Maybe. But if you're looking at it, but to it me, that's not votes. a strong year. You know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> sure. Got, got some votes. No, that's a valid criticism. I mean, and I would say maybe that's the choice of the movies they put in. And yeah. I don't know if there's been an analysis on when they went to 10, if that's something that has more of an impact in terms of votes getting spread out more yeah. and, and, and maybe not the strongest movie. But it's like, who decides? You know, it's like, oh, everyone's like, the best movie didn't win. Well, all right. Well, why and did I think, it then? I think they put in, like, I think they rank them too. So like if there's enough if you're not offensive enough or if like if if you're just not offensive enough you could you could win you know like right. if you're like if you're no, everyone's number three then you have a better chance than being the most number one and which the, is kind of like yeah you know, and in, in my eyes and this is actually I don't we don't need to get political I would say this is what I thought when Chicago voted for a mayor right it same, was, it's like 
let's not make the decision off the ten nominees. Like let's let's do like a second. Let's do like a (laughs) five. Let's eliminate five, and then let's do another vote and like. And maybe people find, don't have the attention span for. And that. then let's make sure. Are these voters busy? I, what do they do? I'm, I'm, how is this not like a, a one hour job? <laughs> you watch the movies, and then I need you for one hour. That's it. Yeah. All right. It's going to be two this year. We're going to go ahead and do it twice. We'll, we'll we'll break it up week to week, so you can. So with with watching this movie, we've now seen fifty percent of the best Oscar nominees or best picture nominees for this year. Mm-hmm. We've seen Nightmare Alley, Don't Look Up, Dune, Power of the Dog, and King Richard. Based on that, you're telling me you're you're giving me exactly what I just said. We're whittling it down by five, but really, we're just going to go off the five. The five that we've seen. Do you think any of those deserves Best Picture? How about this? We, me, we already let, know Brady's. Answer. Let me revise your question, though. Okay. Rather than because we haven't seen five, so it's a really hard answer to say. Like, this is what he's doing. How about does any of these make it to the second round? What are what well, again? But if we haven't seen the other ones, it's hard. It, there's really I don't feel like there's a way you could say that. We might not have seen the five best movies. We don't know. We don't know. You're right. So of the five you've seen, don't we though? Give me your best picture. Yeah, um, that's very easy for I think for all of us. But I don't know. Maybe not. Okay. How about for this? Me, for, I'll, I'll do. I'll go first. For I, me, it's Dune. How how about this? Give me your top three in order. For me, it's Dune hands down, and then nothing else. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't want any of those other ones to win. Like Nightmare Alley and Power of the Dog, I, I enjoyed. I enjoyed King Richard a little bit, but I just don't think they're best picture caliber. You guys know I didn't lo- love Don't Look Up. I really think I'm going to love Licorice Pizza. I can't wait to see it. It's like we should music. Do it. Should we do it next? Paul Thomas, we, don't, yeah. we don't really have a good way to get it or yeah. watch it right now. Yeah, um, but that's that's the one that I I feel like might be my my favorite. If It, it might beat out Dune, but I just don't see it. It feels right out. up your alley. Yeah. Did you watch uh, Sunday Morning with... Uh, the girl from Haim? Yeah, I lo- and I love Haim. I yeah. do like I love Haim as well. Haim. Haim. <laughs> say it right. Haim. I think it's just Haim. Um, Haim. Uh, I'm a fan. I've been a fan for a while actually yeah. of great fan. Uh, of the trio. Yeah. Um, but I've heard she's great, and that mm-hmm. was a cool. Uh, yeah. That was a cool I didn't interview. know all that. I didn't know that. That's yeah. No. Paul Thomas Anderson. No, um, nor did I. Knew um, uh, was in her mom's. Arts it was her mom's yeah. art student. Shout out CBS kid. Sunday Morning. Yeah, right. Brady and Martin, big fans. Absolutely, Lonnie. I don't know about you. I, I no, so. I I record. I just don't always watch. But <laughs> I record them all. <laughs> I haven't seen any. Busy? Of them. You got something going on with uh, how many? How many kids you got again? I got eighty. <laughs> <laughs> just they're all running around like rabbits. Give me your uh, give me your tops. Yeah, so I'd go. Don't look up. Dune, Nightmare Alley, King Richard, The Power of the Dog. So wow. First don't of all, up, I'm win. ecstatic. That you had don't look up at the top. Yeah. I don't, but I I love that movie, and I'm ecstatic that you think highly of it. I feel like that actually, it's. I don't think it will. I feel like that has the the dark horse capability of the to win an Oscar because I feel like there it checks a lot of boxes, and I think it's gonna piss people off too, which which I support. <laughs> <laughs> I support that for no other reason. Kind of to Martin's theory though, yeah. it, it, if you could hover in the right mm-hmm. at the right level then you just need to be there at the right spot. I So to me, it's Dune. I think Dune won't win. I don't. And I think that's flawed, but I think Dune is unbelievable if I didn't say it t- 10 I to think 20 it'll win all the technical awards, and then I think Power of the Dog might, might run the show on everything else. Here's why I think Dune won't win, because it's half the film. It's that's half so of, stupid. 
it's this the same reason they did with Lord of the Rings. Yeah. It's yeah, so they waited till the, the end. They yep. waited till the very end. Yeah, but then you don't know what it's up against. Then it's like that's just pick the movie. You watch the movie. They they waited to the very end till the story was completed, and then they're like, "Hey, here's all the Oscars. Take them." All right. I get what you're saying, and I don't think it's crazy. I think it was. I think it was an oh. I think it completed the story enough. It wasn't like me super too. Cliffhanger, and they did a great job with it. Yeah, to it, where. To where I think it, it it could still win against it, but I I, I hear you. I, I agree that that might be something that people hold against it. Um, but yeah, there's no way that West Side Story is going to be up on our <laughs> oh, on our list. on ours. No, yeah. and that's the thing is that will probably win. It'll infuriate me because it just <laughs> really did the original not. win. Oh, I don't, I don't think so. Not that might be but. more so why it's going to win. Oh, we we, just, we missed our. It's, it's Spielberg though. It's the only that's, right. It's yeah, but I mean, classic Oscar though. We didn't get it right so the many. first time. We should have given it to it the first one. Now we have to give it to the remake. Barf. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think that one's going to win. I I won't watch it, and I really hope it doesn't. Well, we're win. waiting for our invitations into the academy so I we have, can vote. I have heard from other podcasts and things that have. Come across my way that Munich, moonlight, moonlighting on us too. <laughs> Munich is supposed to be great, which is nominated. Belfast. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I was like, Munich, you mean the Munich the with Banna Eric Bana? <laughs> I'm like, Bana's back, baby. <laughs> From like 20 years ago? <laughs> that Munich? I should have watched. I should have looked at the list. <laughs> too many hoaxes. Uh, I do like Kenneth Branagh, and, and it does look interesting. So I, I, I've heard it's good. Yeah. Belfast 2. <laughs> the sequel? Munich. Munich What about two. my dog's namesake? Coda. I don't I haven't heard anything about it. The Power of the Dog? No, Coda. Coda. C-O-D-A. So there? Yeah. Children oh. of Deaf Adults. <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I, that's, I know that's what it stands for. But um, Are there periods in there? No. Oh, it's oh, that's right. It's Mar, um, uh, Matlin? Marley Matlin and... Um, Troy cuts her. They're saying this is only the second. Was he nominated? It was supposed to be something like he was the 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 only the second deaf person to ever be nominated. I think for for an Academy Award, but hmm. I'm not sure if he was. I think that was talked before they actually interesting put out the nominees. But yeah, okay, I'll watch that too. I'll watch them all eventually. I won't. I still have to watch Pokemon? some. I still have to. <laughs> I gotta watch them all. I still have to watch some of last year's uh, too that I just haven't gotten oh, around to. Yeah, you're right on track. Minari, <laughs> gotta get there. Minari, we had that too. <laughs> that that was one on the list on a platter. <laughs> I yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, and I don't know. Maybe are we done? We don't even know what we're doing next week, so we might still have more Oscar. Uh, yeah, conversation. We to might do. if we can get to Licorice Pizza. I'd I have like a hard time thinking that Power of the Dog. Or Nightmare Alley were close to. I mean, they're definitely. They're not. They're not the third best movie that I've saw. I've seen in the last year. So it's. It probably means why they're going to win. It, it's. I, I hate it. This is a frustrating. I think. I think it's actually a frustrating part for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think that. Not that it's a one one to one correlation to why like viewership is down and all this stuff like. But I do think it's sure. like. At some point, it's like you're trying too hard. The masses can't be completely wrong all the time, I guess, would be my, would be the theory that I feel like I subscribe to, to a degree. Yep. So you're voting for the Rotten Tomatoes? That's right. They have people, people's choice awards. You know, I wish I, <laughs> I personally wish we'd seen six of the top ten, because I feel it's too bad Spider-Man's not there. Yeah, there are some other people complaining about that, too. But And I, some of it, I think, is just like they, people want a superhero movie, and they're like, this checked a lot of boxes. I just It was really good. 
That was better than to me. It was and, better. And than, again, like in, when you're talking about a feat of a film to pull together that many, yeah, actors that have been you know that have played the role and and that many villains, like that's that's hard to and do. Tie it all together and, and, and tie it all together and be a, entertaining yes, in a cohesive way that's entertaining. And and yeah, and a and a decent story. Like, yeah, give it give it up for that. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to win. But it's it does it's 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 one of the better movies I saw this year. Did it get any like technical awards or anything? Like one that? technical, okay. I think. Yeah, one. I think so. Uh visual effects, I believe, is the okay. one nominee. It's like, okay. Really? Yeah, but you could give that to like any superhero movie yeah. now, right? And that's just that's not even like again, that's not none of the reasons that we mentioned was right. Was visual effects. It's like that what what makes it a good movie. That's just kind of like table stakes, I think. So anyway, well, we'll see if any of our guesses are right. As always, thank you for listening. Please join our circus by subscribing wherever you are listening and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Thanks, and go to bed. Mm-hmm.